Muli Bawanji from Stony Hill. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from 28th of April 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. The country is in for a long weekend. Malawi observes Labor Day, also known as the International Workers' Day or May Day, on the 1st of May. This year, the commemoration falls on a Sunday, meaning the holiday will be observed on Monday the 2nd. In addition to that, the Ministry of Local Government announced that Eid U Fitir prayers will be held either on Monday the 2nd or on Tuesday the 3rd, depending on the sighting of the move. The prayers are held to mark the end of the fasting in the holy month of Ramadan in the Muslim religion. This means that there is a likelihood that there will be another holiday on Tuesday the 2nd. However, this will be confirmed by the Muslim Association of Malawi. Make sure you tune in to local news for updates. It is ironic that Malawian workers will be celebrating Labor Day after getting what could be defined as the shock of the week. On Wednesday the 27th, Malawian workers woke up to the news that government's new pay-as-you-earn payee rates lowered their salaries even more. This comes after the Minister of Finance and Economic Affairs, Susten Gwengwe, announced in his 2022-2023 national budget statement that new payee brackets will help increase workers' take-home pay. However, this is not the case. For instance, under the new tax schedule, workers earning between 100,000 and 330,000 kwacha, that is between around 120 and 400 dollars, are now subject to a 25% tax. Those earning between 330,000 and 3 million kwacha, that is between 400 and 3,600 dollars, are now sub- subject to a 30% tax. This is a reality that has disappointed most Malawians, especially with the cost of living that keeps soaring. The latest figures showing the cost of living in Malawi state that in March, the living standards rose by an average of almost 6%, while data on inflation rates rose to a little bit over 14%. This is a largely propelled by a raise in food prices. Many locals and some key stakeholders said the government's move is ill-timed and tone-deaf. The new tax schedule came into effect on April 1st, meaning that workers' April salaries will be taxed as per the new rates. On Saturday the 23rd, the Department of Climate Change and Meteorological Services, DCCMS, released a statement on a tropical depression that had developed in the Indian Ocean. They said the storm was in Mozambique Channel. The following day, they released another statement saying that the tropical depression had intensified and developed into a moderate tropical storm shortly after making landfall over Mozambique. They called the storm Jasmine. It recurved into Indian Ocean and away from Malawi, meaning that the chances of the country experiencing another tropical storm are slim to none. Despite the news, DCCMS said they would continue monitoring Jasmine as it still is intensifying. They said that although the storm's position has no significant impact on local weather patterns, the northern part of Malawi is most likely to receive rainfall, which will be particularly heavy along the lakeshore areas. Malawi was affected by three tropical cyclones this year alone. The country is still recovering from the devastating effects of these storms. One of the most serious consequences that followed the cyclones has been power shortages because the storms damage water dams that are used to generate electricity. Just last week, the Electricity Supply Corporation, best known as ESCOM, announced that locals should expect to have eight-hour blackouts instead of the usual six-hour ones. 
However, on Monday the 25th, the electricity generation company, Origenico, announced that it had switched off to Zani 4th Power Station for maintenance works, meaning that the blackouts might last much longer than was initially announced. They say that maintenance works will be completed on Friday the 29th. However, room for further inconveniences should be expected. Currently, Eugenico is the country's only electricity provider because the government decided not to renew its contract with Agreco Power Solutions Limited, the company which used to supply the country with diesel-powered electricity. In developmental news, Malawi has only one operational air carrier, and that is Malawi Airlines. Although many people think it has done a terrific job over the years, others have always said that some healthy competition from multiple players would do the industry a lot of good, and that dream might be coming true soon. On Monday, the 25th, authorities in the tourism sector announced that five international air companies like Star, Kama, Sim Air, Flytech Group and Subsarian Airlines expressed their interest to operate in Malawi. Jones Malili, who is the spokesperson for the Malawi Tourism Council, expressed his delight at the airline's interest and said that their presence has the potential to boost the country's economic growth and the revenue generation of the tourism sector. In this week's trending news, there is a video circulating on social media of a cyclist getting kicked to the ground by a security guard at the president's convoy. The cyclist was walking on the side of the road when the convoy sped by and a guard who was part of the president's motorcade kicked him to the curb. The video has garnered mixed reactions from the public. Some say that the man could have died if he had been hit by any vehicle of the convoy, while others say that he was treated like garbage for no valid reason. Others believe that the guard was not at fault because Malawian road rules state that everyone must make way for emergency vehicles, including the presidential convoy. We left a link to the video in our show notes. Let us know what you think. The president was on his way to Chitipa district in the northern region when the incident happened. Some locals have said the ruling party, Malawi Congress Party, MCP, did not have their hopes up in the next elections. However, MCP isn't the only party getting ridiculed. A member of the United Transformation Movement, UTM, is making headlines after being suspended from the political party. Jane Mobale was arrested last week together with a man identified as Patience Kondoe on allegations of helping illegal immigrants to cross the border between Malawi and Tanzania. They were using a UTM vehicle and it was impounded by the police. Before her suspension, Jane Mobale served as the party's regional secretary for the North. UTM Disciplinary Committee Chairperson Willette Korongo said that Mbale's suspension will remain in force until the court says she is not guilty of the offense. Mbale has been asked to surrender all her party assets and documents to the UTM regional governor in the north. Here's some sports news before we wrap up. The Kickboxing Association of Malawi announced that Interclub Kickboxing Championship will be held in Zomba City on Sunday the 1st of May. Bright Lamani, General Secretary of the Kickboxing Association, said the event will take place at Chinamawale Sports Complex. He said the competitors are under different categories and they will tussle to win a tour to Zimbabwe. The winners will also represent Malawi at competition in Zimbabwe by the end of May. Lamani said the competitors are ready to display their skills and encourage locals to attend the event. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Do you like our updates? Tell your friends. You don't? Tell us how we can get better. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Pintani Bueno.